Hey everyone, welcome to B2B Made Simple. I'm Sam Moss, the CEO and co-founder of OneClick Agency. On this show, I interview marketing experts from fast-growing B2B SaaS companies. We feature podcast episodes I'm a guest on, and sometimes we throw in a consulting call I've done with another company. Our goal with this show is to equip you and give you the tools you need to be the best marketer you can be. Hey guys, this was a recent podcast I was on called The Brand Nation Podcast. A really fun interview talking about, again, one of my favorite topics, which is LinkedIn, LinkedIn marketing. Um, We dove pretty deep into what I do on a daily basis and what my routine looks like and how you can do the, the exact same thing for either your personal brand or your company. Hope you enjoy this. All right, guys, well, welcome back to this week's episode of the Brand Nation podcast. We are super thrilled to be collabing with our friend Sam Moss over at One Click Agency. The first Brand Nation collab. I guess it is, yeah. yeah. First one. We Psyched collab every it. week, but I guess in this case, it is our <laughs> first official. So, um, Sam, thank you so much for joining us and being here today. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you for the invite, guys. Uh, really glad to be here. So I have to talk up Sam a little bit because um, (laughs) Sam is somebody that we've never met in person. We actually just sort of met um, via (laughs) LinkedIn networking. And um, what I loved about Sam's content was he started showing up in my LinkedIn newsfeed because of his great little nuggets of wisdom advice about website content, marketing in general, um, branding, things like that. And um, then what really hooked me, though, is he has an adorable three-month-old little baby named Olive. And actually, yeah. that's why you're here on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell her after this that it was okay, it was good. all her. She's She can be your manager, your podcast booking agent. <laughs> she would probably love it. <laughs> <laughs> She's excellent at it so far. So anyway, um, Sam is excellent with all things websites. And um, since that is close to our heart, we thought he would be such a great speaker to give you some of the advice he's been sharing on LinkedIn. And today we're specifically going to focus on the importance of personal branding in addition to your business branding. So um, Sam, I guess, talk a little bit about the importance of um, not neglecting your personal brand. You know, we focus on our business, but why should people also be investing in developing a personal brand? Honestly, it boils down to people want to do business with other people. So Mm -hmm. the more that you can show them that you're not this Mr. Corporate in a suit that, you know, only Mm -hmm. answers emails between five or nine and nine a.m. and five p.m. Um, but is a real person that's genuine mm-hmm. and loves connections and loves networking. I think that's really the foundation that needs to be built when it comes to personal branding. Because so many times it's like you reach out to a company and it's it's like a chasm. You don't know who's going to respond. But if you built the relationship on a personal basis or even mm-hmm. followed along someone's personal branding, I think you're many steps further ahead in the buyer journey than a lot of other companies. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I I personally, I think one of the things that we try really hard to do is just be regular. Like if somebody meets us on the first meeting versus the 10th meeting, they're going to get the same experience and it might be a little bit of a hot mess, a little bit goofy, but I <laughs> mean, that's, that's what they're going to get. <laughs> exactly. And so I think it helps us just get through some of that awkward beginning mm-hmm. stuff, you know? So yeah. we, I appreciate that. So I guess, you know, with you specifically, you've definitely done a good job of standing out on LinkedIn and kind of building a following and getting a lot more engagement on your LinkedIn content. So specifically when it comes to LinkedIn, um, what advice would you have for people if they're also trying to stand out and develop a personal brand? Um, One of the first things you can do, and it's probably the easiest way to get your feet wet, 
is if you're not comfortable with posting original content yet, at least go comment on others' posts that are mm -hmm. in your industry. So for me, as a marketing guy, as a website guy, that means I want to go comment on some like the big dogs, like Dave Gearhart, Chris Walker mm -hmm. um, in the marketing world. Mm -hmm. um, so I identified who they were and then I comment insights and maybe some people start seeing my comments because they're helpful. Um, and honestly, it's, it's helping those creators as well. But it makes me feel a little bit more confident in, oh, I got this. I can I have some thoughts of my own. And eventually, once you've gotten your feet wet, then you'll be able to start posting your own content with no problem. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and I think what I like about your posts, you do some things very consistently while the subject matter changes. So I like that at the end of every post, you always pose a question so that you're encouraging people to engage with you. Um, and I also like that um, your your stuff isn't overcomplicated. It's not like you had to sit down and design a graphic for every single post. I mean, a lot of it is just text only, you know, throwing out a thought and asking people what they think. And um, it's done really well. I mean, you I've seen posts that you have that have several hundred likes and comments and things like that. And, you know, from where you started to where you are now, what kind of changes have you seen with that consistency? You know, one of the biggest things was finding a lane and sticking to it mm -hmm. um, originally. So I think this was all kind of COVID driven. Honestly, mm -hmm. I was just bored at home and <laughs> saw some people on LinkedIn. I think I heard it, that it was a great place to be. So I'm like, I'll check this out. And I had started posting some business tips and things like that, but realized as a website designer that marketing is really our thing. Um, so we were kind of all over the place. And once we identified that we wanted to talk, to talk about websites and marketing, that's when we realized it, it kind of took off. And honestly, um, I get a lot of flack because of that. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you should be talking about a, num a number of different things. And I've gotten a lot of pushback from people about hmm, you know, honing into one thing, honestly. And uh, I can I can say it worked. And people yeah, I was gonna tell say, me I, for something. I don't know now. how they have the right to, unless they're killing it more than you are. I mean, it's mm -hmm. working, so I don't know why people would be critical of that. But. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I guess they have their own way of doing it. But um, I would say honestly, pick one thing that you're 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 passionate about, and then equally knowledgeable about. Right. Um, and in return, that's going to attract um, your ideal audience, and hopefully, it's like the perfect storm between the three. Yeah, that's good. One question that I had is what would you say to someone who's just trying to get started in this world, but they feel like they don't quite have the authority or the, you know, the expertise to be a voice into this, into this space? I would say you have to start somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. Scroll back about nine months on my posts and you'll see I had seven likes and four comments. And I thought I was like a big dog. I was like, oh my gosh, people are engaging. This is it. Yeah. And I have a long way to go before I really have authority in this industry, to be honest, um, seeing some other people. And you have to start somewhere. And it's a very slow, slow game, um, but it's worth it. So don't be, don't be discouraged if you see that no one engages with your content or you, know, you get a few likes here and there. You have yeah. to start somewhere. And uh, every single one of us did. So mm -hmm. definitely don't be afraid of that. Yeah. Well, and I think for you having that consistency that if you get a few people who engage this time, then the next time it'll be a few more. And I've noticed that just since I, I don't even know how I found you. I don't remember. I think, I think it was when you commented on something else and I was like, Hey, I really, I really vibe with this guy's opinion, you know? And so um, reached out to connect. So, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of LinkedIn is that it does work a lot different than the other social platforms that it's designed 
to unlike Facebook, who I have where I have locked down and I don't I don't welcome, you know, new connections unless I really have already met them in person on LinkedIn. That's the whole point is to yeah. mm-hmm. if, if there's even a chance that you'd have things in common or that you could learn from them, you go ahead and accept that invitation. And it's so neat just seeing, you know, how how that spreads so quickly. So kudos on building a network, I would say pretty Thank quickly. You. Nine months is not very long. I mean, I think that's pretty great. Felt so, like a long also, time. <laughs> yeah. One thing on LinkedIn that's nice too is that it rewards text-driven posts because it annoys me so much that like Facebook and Instagram, you have to have fancy graphics or images and LinkedIn is just so nice for that. It is. And especially like if you um, format your post the way you do where you put things on lots of lines where it gets people to like click and kind of Mm -hmm. they've bought in at that point that they're going to finish the post and um, there's lots of clever I see you like I like I like how you how you do all that so um you know do you have any examples of all these all this energy you've put into building a brand where it has paid off either literally paid off through like landing a customer or maybe even just unique doors it's opened or opportunities it's created for you you know there's a couple of things um first off yes we've seen leads come in through LinkedIn just because we're active on it I mean we'll get dms um I think only once has someone commented on my post and said, oh my gosh, help me with your website. And honestly, that one turned into a website deal. And then that person referred us to our biggest website deal. So that was really cool. That's cool. But it was kind of a kind of a fluke, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we see, you know, like I said, the DMs mm-hmm. uh, every once in a while, you know, a few a week. But mm-hmm. I think honestly, what it has done is created more authority, mm-hmm. whether or not people are, you know, reaching out on LinkedIn, maybe it's somewhere else, but they saw that we're active and we understand the industry and that I'm a real person. I'm genuine. Mm -hmm. I want to help people. And because of that, they're more apt to reach out. So probably somewhere down the line, it's impacting it a lot more than we can really track. Um, Yeah. Yeah. When you did a cool post about that, like that marketers are so obsessed with tracking, like once they're on the website, they're asking where they heard about us, but most people don't probably actually remember the very first place they engage with your brain. And that does kind of make you think like, you know, why are we so obsessed with finding out if they saw us on an ad or a Facebook post or whatever, when really that might've what, that might be what triggered them to contact you, but they might've been seeing you somewhere for a while. And so you really can't find the the origin, but, um, you've done such a great job. Yeah. There's really no way to track first touch attribution. There's really absolutely no way to do it because I could get a a LinkedIn DM and someone could say, Hey, I need help with my website. And I would go, Oh, well, they must've seen me on LinkedIn, but I don't know if, if, did I connect with them? Did they see me on Mm -hmm. a comment on a post? Did they reach out because I, I was a website guy. Did they hear me on my podcast? Did they hear me on someone else's and connect with me? There's really no way to track it. And we track these mm-hmm. surface level things, but there's a lot deeper intent a lot more of the times mm-hmm. um, that we, there's no way to even find. Yeah. Yeah. That we'll have to have you back to do like a whole thing on that. Cause that isn't mm-hmm. a very intriguing topic to me of this whole concept of, and why do we track that? I mean, really at the end of the day, I think what we're trying to do is justify to ourselves that our efforts are worth it. Mm-hmm. But if we are not really making decisions based on that or pivoting based on what you're learning, why are we so obsessed with gathering <laughs> that information? You know? Yeah. 
It's like we want to prove it to ourselves. Yeah, or it's almost our senior management. Wanna, it is. We want to pat on our back that we're. Which that's the that's the beauty of being self-employed. You know, we don't we don't have to yeah, justify our back. existence as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again so much, Sam, for your insights. Um, I definitely would encourage people that are listening to go make sure they subscribe to the B two B Made Simple podcast that Sam does. Um, is that weekly, Sam? It's uh, more than weekly. It's not okay. every day, but a few days. I know. Well, keep up the good work. It's obviously paying off and we really appreciate you making time to be on our podcast. And so make sure you subscribe to both the Brain Nation podcast as well as the B2B Made Simple podcast and connect with Sam on LinkedIn for some more great content. So yeah, see you guys next week. See ya. Thank you guys.